Got world. so many strongest soldiers, so it's never over Even if you need someone to hold you to keep your composure Even on the days you're moving slower and can't seem to focus You were meant for greatness and you know it, you just gotta show it Know you question life a couple times, but it's okay, you growing Know you gotta read between the lines, but it's okay, you on it Know you got some people in your life that's gonna make you want it Know you got some people by your side when you look into their eyes All you ever do is smile, cause they make you worth it Already know this life ain't perfect, but you gotta work it Sick B. I am your host, One Sick B. Here at One Sick B, we don't cry, we thrive, we don't whine, we whine. Shout out to Black Girl Magic Moscato Wines. The definition of One Sick B is a strong individual that faces or fights through unimaginable, undeniable, courageous battles that life throws at you without warning, but you refuse to carry the spirit of brokenness. Today, I'm so blessed to have a guest named Nurse Katina. This queen is from Nurse Loves Essential. She is a health and wellness coach. She also is a fibromyalgia and a rheumatoid arthritis warrior. My God, she has the strength of a warrior. I was on Instagram and I was searching and I came across her. This queen is natural beauty. She's articulate and shout out, she's a nurse. A nurse who actually has autoimmune disease. So today I would like to say welcome, Katina. How are you? And thank you for being my guest on One Sick Beat. Thank you so much for having me. It is a privilege to be at One Sick B. Um, my name is Katina Morrison, as, as she mentioned, with Nurse Loves Essentials. And I really do um, appreciate the opportunity to have this interview with you. Oh, thank you. Let's get into it. Um, so we were hit with COVID-19 almost two years ago. How have you been through COVID-19 and have you got the vaccination and just all around, how have you been? You know, um, when 2020 hit, I'm going to be honest with you, being someone that lives with an autoimmune disease um, and have for many years now, uh, it really didn't hit me hard because I was like, listen, now everybody knows what it's like um, for us with autoimmune diseases to really have to worry about being exposed to illnesses and conditions. I actually felt more safe because I was going to be in my house avoiding um, other people. And I know that's terrible. That might've been the introvert in me too, because I really do love, you know, I'm more of an introvert, more of someone who loves to be home. But then I, then when, so 2020 was great, but then when 2020 rolled into 2021 and we were still going through it, I realized I'm ready to get out this house. You know, I'm ready yeah. for things to change. And I live in Florida. Um, okay. And so in Florida, um, you know, the the uh, it's a bit different here. People never really locked down as they should have. Um, so as a result, I you know, those of us with autoimmune disease. That was the place that everybody was running to. Like yeah, everybody there. was coming here. The parties were still happening. People yes. were still out doing what they wanted to do. But for me, um, 2020, like I said, didn't hit me as hard until I realized, oh, this is this is life as it is. And actually, that's what led um, me to um, become a health and wellness coach and to start my own business working with um, people with autoimmune diseases, helping them to improve their health and wellness through mindset, through self-advocacy, and through teaching them the essentials of how to um, maintain their health and improve it with autoimmune diseases. But 2020, it came I was like, yes, I'm safe because I'm staying home. But then I realized, and I also work from home in my career. 
But then I realized, listen, um, this this is sticking around too long. But yes, I did get my vaccine. Um, I am boosted, double vaxxed and boosted um, as right. well. Um, I think that it's very important for us to, um, to take the vaccination process serious in order for us to protect our, ourselves, especially as those of us with autoimmune diseases, if yes. it is something that your doctor recommends for you. Yes, I do have... Um the I do have the vaccination but I don't haven't got the booster yet and I'm uh -huh. not sure uh what the time frame is in between um infusions but I also kind of I, I for some reason the booster I was kind of a little bit nervous about but I'm gonna suck it up and go ahead and get the booster but it took me a long time to get the COVID vaccination period and I lost a couple family members to COVID uh my grandmother and a cousin of mine and I uh so I know what COVID does, but it took a lot uh -huh. for me to be like, okay, just trust this and go get vaccinated. So this Queen Katina, let's get into this diagnosis. You were diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis and you were diagnosed with fibromyalgia. Can you please take us back to when the symptoms began, if it was before or after and how it started, your journey, your story? Yes, definitely. Well, for me, actually, I have been having symptoms um, since the since I was a teenager. Before I was a teenager, I could I remember being in severe pain since the age of about ten or eleven in my joints and my hands and my feet. The doctors would test me, and even though the results would come back positive for rheumatoid arthritis, um, they would say it was a false positive. There's no way I have it. I'm too young for it. Even though juvenile arthritis does exist, they would never um, diagnose me with the condition. But um, so I would go through life and have flare-ups. Now, you know, now what I recognize them to be, and especially as a nurse, flare-ups from um, so every three to six months, I would have little flare-ups. They would last for a week or so, and then it would go away. Um, after in 2012, my husband and I were in a traumatic car accident while we were traveling in Jamaica and we were, um, knocked unconscious. We, they were surprised we even survived the accident, um, to a mountainside. Yeah, it was quite traumatic. And after that event, the pain stayed consistent. Um, so Instead of, even though, as like I said, as a child, I dealt with this pain, dealt with a lot of fatigue that was unexplained, um, but also I had endometriosis, so an anemia. So that kind of went, kind of um, made it seem as if it was something that was just related to those conditions, but I, I really wasn't officially diagnosed with endometriosis until my diagnosis of rheumatoid arthritis that took place in 2000. It wasn't until 2016. So imagine from 2012 to 2016, I'm going to many different doctors. I'm telling them, listen, I have a serious, I'm in severe pain. I am very weak, very fatigued. I can barely button my clothes. I could not do my hair. Um, a sister had went from the, um, I was wearing sew-ins because there was no way that I could really do it, even though um, I was, my hair, um, my, my husband was in there washing my hair, helping me because it was just, I was in so much pain. So I finally broke down because actually being in chronic pain for so long led me to actually have depression. And I've had to admit to myself, 
um, Katina, something is wrong with you. You need to talk to someone and talk to your doctor before it's too late. Um, because I had seen doctors who had told me your pain is in your head. If you think swelling, you'll see sweat swelling. If you think pain, you'll feel pain. Um, it's just fibromyalgia. Do you just, I know this doesn't, and not everything's mm -hmm. about race. I'm not asking, not saying, I know that everything's not about race, but I wonder with some of uh, my minority uh, people that I'm interviewed, do you feel that maybe you kind of got overlooked and they played it as a mental portion, not even, I'm not even going to say because you're African-American, but because you're a woman and I noticed they kind of pushed us off. I, did you feel any of that resistance maybe I, because of those two factors? Yes, I do think that women um, and even, you know, the research shows that minorities, especially Black people, their pain is minimized. It's turned into something that's mental or they may be um, criticized as being um, pain medication seeking. And for me, um, as a nurse, I really took that very hard um, that, first of all, I'm a person who works with helping people to um, live healthier lives. I'm not here seeking medicine, I, um, pain medicine. I need help to figure out, first, what is the problem? And then second, when I know what the problem is, what I can do to resolve it. So mm -hmm. that's, what, that's what my journey took me through through um, experiencing what many um, people of color experience. Many people of color endure being um, told that the pain is in your head or you're just here for pain medication. Um, and that's when, like I said, that's when that journey from that car accident to those four years of seeing dozen, at least a dozen doctors. Um, and finally, I went to my primary care physician and when I was doing my wellness exam, uh, my routine one, I and we there's a form that's called a PHQ-9. It's a patient health assessment that man, that monitors what your mental state is. And I said, you know what? I'm going to answer this correct. It, you know, I'm not. I'm going to give the honest truth of where I am mentally. My doctor read it and she said, uh, Katina, you're a nurse, so you know with what you put on here, I'm I could Baker act you. And Baker Act is when they put you into a, a hospital facility for at least what 72 hours um, and then evaluate you. And she said, but I'm not because we're, you, you're going to first promise me that you're not following through with anything that is in your mind right now. Right. And I'm going I'm promising you I'm getting you the what you need. To, um, to get the answers you need. And she actually referred me to one of her close friends that was a rheumatologist. Now both That's of them awesome. are people of color um, as well. My well, my my doc, my primary care physician is Latina, and she um, referred me to her uh, one of her close friends who is also Latino. And then um, he uh, he when he saw me, he immediately the first day did the ultrasounds of my hands, did the lab test and everything. In that day, he diagnosed he was able to diagnose me. Um, and start me on a regimen that helped me. I started out on methotrexate um, mm -hmm. and, and, and steroids. Um, and then yeah, from there, um, I am now on Humira that's treating it and keeping it under control. But in between those time, I learned natural and holistic methods that helped me to manage it um, and, and to control my symptoms. But the truth is any, anybody with the autoimmune disease, we know um, there's, there's no cure for it. And you're going right. to have flare-ups. And if you don't get that inflammation and those flare-ups under control, 
um, by for some of us needing medication by by through the use of biologics and things, you you're never going to get to the point that you can um, live you know a healthy you know happy life. How um, when you got diagnosed, we un- you explained your mental. How did this affect the relationships around you? Uh, far as uh, telling your spouse, your kids, as you said, your husband kind of already knew what was going on. He was very supportive. He was already helping you wash your hair. How do you think, or do you think it changed any friendships or any relationship, the dynamics around you? Yes, I do feel that it did. Um, Actually, um, I I, I isolated myself pretty much, but I isolated myself in a way that I would be in a room full of people but still feel alone, you know? People really didn't know what was going on internally with me. Um, I wasn't going out as, uh, you know, as much. I was, and when I did, um, I I just wasn't fully present because I was in so much pain and, and wasn't feeling well. I know it changed the dynamics of my relationship with, you know, my close relatives, like my mom and my sister, because I was always the strong you know, sister, the strong daughter in the family who was there to support. The youngest, but I always say I'm the oldest. Yeah, I'm the youngest too. I'm the baby. And and that's what my sister calls me, her big little sister, because um, she has lupus and my mom has um, rheumatoid arthritis, osteoarthritis, uh, fibromyalgia, all types of conditions as well. So I was the nurse taking care of them. Now I'm sick. Uh, and they are like, they didn't even know how to adjust to it that to, for me not to be that person that, you know, could keep uplifting and helping and assisting all of them. So it did, it, it changed the relationships, but it also, I'm going to be honest with you. One of the positive things that came out of the condition is me learning how to set boundaries and learning Mm -hmm. how to be my, even more so my authentic self to be honest. Yes, to be honest, to be truthful about how I feel oh, and what that I'm was going to be my say. next question. What mm-hmm. have this journey taught you? Let me rearrange the question. Uh, now I'm going to reword the question. My apologies. What has this journey, this battle, taught you about yourself that you thought you knew, but you didn't know, or that you knew, but now it just stands firm and clear? Mm-hmm. That I'm stronger than I thought I was, to be honest with you. All right. Oftentimes we can all we can have a idea of our strength, but it's not until you're tested by um, truly tested that you know who you are, what you stand for and what your true strengths are. Because to be honest with you, there was a time I did not think I was going to make it. There was a time that when I simply sat up in bed to, and when my feet touched the ground, that the immense pain would bring me to my knees. There was, you know, there was a time that I would wake up screaming in pain and in tears because of the amount of pain um, that I was in. It would wake my husband up and he would be, and you know, he's, He's from the islands too, but, and and he's a man that I, one thing it also taught me, it taught me about myself, but it taught me about my marriage. It taught me that I had a a real man who loved me and who was standing by me and supporting me. Shout out to the support systems of the men that we have in our lives. Amen. Who are in relationships. 
I wouldn't be, um, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think I would be here um, to this degree if I didn't have his love, his support. He's a. He's also a spiritual head. He prayed for me. He put oils on me as far as, you know, essential oils, as I mentioned, is something that I, I um, we talked about a bit that I would use. He would, he would, um, he would, like I said, do my hair, wash my hair. I, I was like, did- Sounds like somebody has the love of their life. And I, I think I do. It. I think I do. And I That's love is strong black men. Can we please give a shout out to all the strong African American men or strong Amen. men in general who in general. go through these battles and are our support system? My say, what what I would say and ask is, what advice do you have for somebody who is newly diagnosed? Well, first of all, um, I would say. Um, stay the course, do not give up. Um, this is a challenging time right now when you're first diagnosed and you don't know anything about that condition. And the difference is I'm a, room, I'm a, I'm a registered nurse um, with a bachelor's of science in nursing, but okay. I, I had a girl, I had a um, understanding of rheumatoid arthritis and how to manage conditions naturally, holistically and things that I could do. But it was still a challenge for someone with a medical background. So we all start off at the same place because chronic pain um, is no joke. You know, chronic pain, chronic fatigue, what it does to you mentally, physically, emotionally is no joke. So first, um, remember, just know you will get through this, but you have to um, be your own advocate. First, you've got to um, make sure that your voice is heard in your health. If you go into a situation and someone is gaslighting you, is, is, is a phrase that's used a lot now, um, or someone is, is rejecting um, your, um, your, your needs as far as meeting them, right. um, don't stop with that first doctor, keep going. Keep going and, and That's going. Why I said I get a second, third, fourth, fourth fifth, a sixth. <laughs> a, I mean, to some nature, because I've, I've, been, I've been to a whole lot of them. It's been 20 years. So I've got plenty of different. And I just say, go keep on going until you get mm -hmm. where who you, somebody who you're comfortable with, somebody that you can be transparent with and believes what you're saying and mm -hmm. also is educated enough in that rim of whatever your diagnosis is, whether it's lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, fibromyalgia, multiple sclerosis, mm -hmm. any of these autoimmune diseases uh, for advocacy. So what, let's see, let's give a good one. I'll go back and edit it. Give me a phrase or a line or a scripture that you tell yourself to keep yourself pushing. That helps you keep moving. There's actually um, one of my favorite uh, scriptures that I that I that I love, and um, that scripture. And actually, while I'm talking to you, I'm going to actually just go ahead and bring that up. It's Psalms um, 94, um, and it's 18 uh, and 19. Uh, it's a scripture that I share with others. Uh, it's a scripture that got me through what I was going through. That scripture says, um, when I said my foot is slipping, your loyal love, O Jehovah, kept supporting me. When anxieties overwhelmed me, 
you comforted me and soothed me. And that's where it, that's where my source of strength came from was from God because when my foot was slipping, literally my foot was slipping. I did not think, I literally was someone who said, I cannot live like this anymore. I cannot. And to be someone who has talked other people's out of that type of mindset, um, and then you find yourself there, like I told you, you find your true strength. And that scripture, when I've read, I've heard, read that scripture many times in my life. I've heard it throughout in my childhood, but it wasn't until I got diagnosed, before I got diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis and fibromyalgia, that it meant something to me because it said, when my foot was slipping, Mm -hmm. your loyal love, who's look, there's no one more loyal to us than our heavenly Father. father. And that, and and he pulled me through the most challenging times in my life. He soothed me, literally soothed my hands, Mm -hmm. soothed my feet, soothed my joints. Seriously, my scalp ached. Can you imagine being in so much pain that your skin is, 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 is aching? But I knew I could lean on him because when I turned to him in prayer, Ooh, when I finally just released um, and, 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 was in, and said, I'm giving this to you because he tells yeah. us to throw all our burdens on him because he cares for us. When, when I did that, my life changed. And that's when I was able to even open up more so to my husband so that he could be the source of strength that, that God made that him needed. to be yeah. that I needed as well. Because we got to be honest. When you said things that I would tell people, be open and honest with people about what you're really going through but most importantly turn to your heavenly father pray to him to get you through this and he will get you the assistance and the help that you need um, to survive um, and then eventually thrive in this condition this is why i love her um so she's going through these battles she's a nurse she has her own pain but she's out here thriving to help everybody else. Katina has created Nurse Loves Essentials. It's a health and a wellness and coaching program. Can you please introduce Nurse Loves Essentials to One Sick Be listeners? Yes, Nurse Loves Essentials LLC. It was created by me um, during these challenging times of COVID and during these times, I thought, well, I've got to reach the people and get them um, the help that they need so that they can learn from my journey that you don't have to suffer the way I did. I can get you to the other side where you are no longer just living or surviving, but that you are thriving um, through using natural and holistic methods through teaching self-advocacy, how to um, be a voice and take active, um, be active in your health, as well as mindset. Mindset is actually one of the biggest parts of being able to manage um, a chronic illness and autoimmune disease. Because truthfully, if your mind is not where it's going to be, the body and the healing process can never um, start. So I and um, I said to myself in June of this year, uh, you know, people are starting businesses and teaching people confidence. Yeah. Um, so let me start something that is really going to be my legacy. 
um, mm. the legacy that I can leave for others um, to know where I can have a true impact on their lives. And that's what um, why I developed Nurse Loves Essentials LLC. Most people, when they hear essentials, they it automatically goes to essential oils, which I love and which I use in my health and wellness. But it's really about teaching people the essentials of health and wellness, teaching them the essentials of mindset, teaching them the essentials of self-advocacy and how they can thrive despite um, the condition of their health. Um, and they can learn to improve it. Um, and some people, most of us can't do that. I didn't do this on my own. It took yes. doctors, it took the help of my husband, it took change, making those changes in myself. And so having a coach like me, who not only is a registered nurse, trained in, in health and, and science and things of that sort, but also a nurse who knows natural holistic methods. And who's going through you, it. Yeah, and I've been through it. Someone who's had the autoimmune disease, rheumatoid arthritis, fibromyalgia. I also had endometriosis, which I suffered from for over 25 years. Um, and last year, a hysterectomy. So I can give people a whole sum of, um, of oh, knowledge. Sort of stuff, information. I'm, You're yes, a woman. Uh, You're a fighter. Amen. And then infertility, not to mention infertility. Those yeah. are things that people that don't women. talk about as much. Yes. And I'm that person who has been through a wide range of things that can coach you through all of that and get you to where you need to be so that you can be that warrior you really are. We are warriors, but some of us need that, that extra help and extra boost to get there. Yes. So I developed eight to 12 week programs to meet the needs of my um, clients to help them and guide them through the process of making those changes in health and wellness and mindset and self-advocacy. Well, my question, I always ask every guest, but being that you're a nurse and you said health and wellness, um, the big dispute in America is uh, uh, marijuana, CBD uh, products. How do you feel about those? Because those are natural remedies. And I've had MS for 20 years. I've been over on, not over, I've been on, I've been on, excuse me, I have had over 70 prescription drugs prescribed to me in one year and had to take a step back to myself and say, hey, they might be helping me, but they're tearing me up at the same time. So why don't I switch to a CBD or a natural plant that could give me that same pain relief, that same, and it's not tearing my organs up. I, you know, I dealt with uh, cirrhosis of the liver from having so many medications for 20 mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. So how, what is your feeling about this natural CBD or the, not even CBD because CBD, you know, is, but marijuana is the one that we, everybody's up in the air about, or rah, rah, rah. But what is your beliefs in health and wellness as far as that? For me, I'm a person who believes in, that, literally believes in natural and holistic methods and natural includes majority of what, um, majority of medicines mimic the um, potential of plants. There would be no medicines without plants. In fact, as a nurse, one of the medications I gave to clients was a medicinal marijuana um, medication back um, when I worked in the hospital settings. Um, it was something that would be ordered for them to assist them with certain symptoms and to help them, whether it be with chronic pain, nausea. Have Miranel um, before 
uh, yeah, to help me. Marinol, all of that. Yeah, back in yeah, the Marinol, and, and, yeah. and people didn't realize, okay, Marinol is actually- That's the marijuana. They gave that to me when I was going through chemo to eat, to bring my yes. appetite, because I didn't have an appetite. So they gave me that. And I told the doctor, mm-hmm. I said, well, you could have just told me to go home and smoke a joint and me and him start <laughs> laughing. You know, I'm I'm just saying that's what I said. And he that's was what like, Brandy, well- for me, I'm not against the use of um, medicinal um, marijuana. Um, I'm not against um, the use of um, cannabis or CBD. As uh, as and and of course, as a nurse, of course, I have to encourage the use of it in the legal um, sense of it. But no, I'm not against it because I know the um, the benefits of it. And and that particular um, cannabis, um, as well as you know. They, we call it weed or, or marijuana, yeah. all of that can be used to support people in a multitude of ways, whether it be with managing pain, nausea, improving your appetite, improving and reducing depression. These things have all been um, proven or else it wouldn't be something that is actually also FDA approved to be utilized in certain ways. As far as now, they're legalizing it in many areas. Um not just for um, medicinal uses, but in some areas, it's it's legalized for re- um, recreational use, depending on what state you're in. Um, yeah. So that's why I think we have to get free ourselves from the rah rah rah, like you say of it, or the um, because yeah. it does have medicinal value. Um, it is important to use it um, safely. Um, yes. In the sense that you you want to use it in a way that, for instance, if you do have a condition that you're that you're being managed by a doctor, um, in in that sense, or um, depending, like I said, depending on what state you're in, if it's legal, you know, use it right. um, in a right. way that is beneficial to you. But um, definitely, I have nothing um, against it. I do use CBD oils. Um, the and though the ones that I use, of course, don't contain THC in them, right. but they do. Um, I do find relief when I use them um, and apply them to certain areas of my body to help me. Um, and as you meant, as I mentioned, I use essential oils. So the CBD oils that I use usually are a blend of essential oils mixed with the CBD to heighten their um, benefits. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, but I do have to add, I'm not saying that these things cure or oh, no, or, no, 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 or, no, um, it doesn't cure. She's not giving any personal advice. If you don't take it, if she's giving a personal advice. This is just her stating her opinion. I asked yes. her, she's a nurse. She said legal usage. She didn't say we were hopping around, rolling around in your car and acting like your legs hurt, but you're still driving and smoking. That's not what she's talking about. I'm not. So I'll help yes, clarify that you. for you <laughs> because you, you are a nurse, honey. You're not going to do that. I understand yeah, exactly what you're saying. Well, let's pull out these uh, coaching skills right now. I just, I got a, a couple of nice couple questions, or maybe we'll keep it to one. So what do you tell a warrior who has been fighting for a long time, but finds themselves in an awkward space to keep on moving forward? Maybe they don't know how to approach their new career, their new mm-hmm. gift, their new blessing. What would you give them? What type of advice? I, one of the things that I always say is um, never give up, always push forward. When you find yourself in that situation where you are struggling, um, remember um, to never give up, push forward no matter what. Um, one of the things that I see in you, Queen, 
is that you are a person who is dealing with one of the most difficult health conditions there is. Multiple sclerosis is a, um, and you are truly a warrior. Um, and I want, I always, um, I, I, I'm going to say when I saw your page, like I told you, I, I was like, I'm so glad that she um, found my page so I could find her because of the strength that you have. So when I see warriors like you, warriors like me, when we are, um, we are struggling, one of the other things I say is consistency is the key. Do it anyway, no matter what, keep right. fighting keep going, do yes. it anyway. Don't allow your health to be a um, barrier to your success in life, in your career, in health, um, in your family, and whatever you can do. Look at me. I'm a registered nurse who honestly, am, um, because of my health condition, wouldn't, would be struggling if I worked in the hospital setting. But yeah. I, found way, I found a way to maneuver my career in a way that I could work from home and have the flexibility to accomplish my goals um, yes. and maintain a career and maintain a lifestyle that I can still be happy in despite all of my conditions. So no matter, um, no matter what you're going through, I'll never give up, always push forward. Consistency is the key. Do it anyway, because since we are warriors and whatever we put our mind to, we can accomplish it. Yes, because we have. Ooh, mm -hmm. that was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. So first, do you have anything else that you would like to add? Uh, you have already gave us so much information. Um, I do need you to... Um, give out your personal information, where you can find you at um, mm -hmm. on Instagram, uh, give out your personal information or anything else you have to say before I do my favorite part of my podcast, where I get to certify you. Well, this is the thing I want to, well, what I want to say first is and what I started out with at the beginning is that it has been a privilege to be on your platform to see someone who is um, taking um, your um, your journey, sharing it with the others and using your platform to highlight and support others. And that's where we um, are kindred spirits. That's where we connect because that's the same way that I use my platform is to uplift and highlight and promote others along with um, educating about health and wellness. Um, continue to do that, sis. And you are an example to me and to others um, that no matter what, um, you can accomplish your goals. You can have battles, but hey, them battles can't keep us down, you know, because when, like I said in that scripture, when my, slip, when my foot was slipping, who do we have? We have our right. heavenly father, father always said to pick us up and yes. you are using the strength that you have to uplift and pick others up. And I appreciate it. And um, like I said, I'm so glad we connected because that's what I want to continue to do. And we got to build yes. a community together that is yes. going to support and uplift. Yes, all of us are struggling through this, but the truth is black men and women who are diagnosed with these conditions often can't find a community that really supports them in the way yeah. that you have created this for kings and queens. Um, and yes, there are kings and queens in all races, but we're talking about the kings and queens of, um, of, <laughs> and of, of, of as black men and women um, that we need to be more open about our health, be open about connecting with one another, supporting one another and being 
transparent about our health um, and what we can do to support and help each other. So I'm so glad we connected because we're going to keep building this community yes. together and supporting one another. Um, and Nurse Loves Essentials LLC, Katina Morrison is my name. You can find me on at nurse underscore loves underscore essentials on Instagram. You can also find me on um, Twitter at the same at, I'm not Twitter, but at, uh, is it Twitter? No, it is uh, <laughs> TikTok on at Nurse Loves Essentials um, LLC. We can also, um, also, you can find me at my website. The um, main place that you can find me at is www.nurselovesessentials. On that website, you can have access to my health coaching as well as my blog, Nurse Loves Essentials blog, um, where I have my Essentials Journey Spotlight, which um, one sick B is going to soon be on my okay. platform as well. Um, and where I educate on health and wellness and ways that you can, um, like I say, instead of just surviving, thrive despite autoimmune right. disease. So those are a few of them. Nurse Loves Essentials, LLC. Check me out um, on Instagram, on my website. And um, I look forward, like I said, to continue to connect and grow with One Sick B. Thank you. Hey, <laughs> this is my favorite part of my podcast. Um, Nurse Katina came on here. First of all, she's a child of God. She believes and has faith in our father. Not everybody thrives that way, but we do. That's a common a common thing that I love between me and her. We, we believe in God first. Um, she is a sister that's in the community who's educated, who wants to connect, who wants to see others win, who gets excited about others winning. She's selfless. She has a heart of gold. She's a mother without being a mother because you don't have to be a mother and birth a child. You can be a mother. She's a bonus mother. She loves unconditionally, and she's out here fighting and winning for us. So, Katina, I am honored to say, Katina, you are a strong individual that has fought through and faces unimaginable, undeniable, courageous battles that life has thrown at you without warning, but you refuse to carry the spirit of brokenness. So, Katina, I certify you one sick beat, and thank you, and I'm honored that you were on my podcast. Thank you, too. I, I appreciate it so much. This was a privilege to me. And like you said, um, may we continue to build legacies together um, yes. that um, supports this one, this amazing community of people. And yes. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And King of the Queens, you can find me on One Sick B Podcast on Facebook, One Sick B Podcast on Instagram, One Sick B Podcast on Twitter, One Sick B on TikTok. OneSickBee.com, OneSickBee on iHeart, Spotify, Amazon, Google, two places overseas. I would like to thank you, Keys Queens, for listening to One Sick Bee podcast and have a blessed day.
You're always fighting, always fighting for the get back And you always trying, always grinding and I'm with that You're such a fighter and your strength is where your gift's at You know every day's a fight but every day you getting up and perform When you think it's nothing left you gotta know you got more Let's not forget that God sent the strongest soldiers to war Yeah, God sent the strongest soldiers to war Every day's a fight but every day you getting up to perform And when you think it's nothing left you gotta know you got more Let's not forget that God sent the strongest soldiers to war Yeah, God sent the strongest soldiers to war